Hey everybody, what's going on? This is Carlos Mencia and welcome to the brand new podcast. So I uh, I stayed away from this because I just didn't feel that it was creative enough. I just yeah. felt like it was every other thing and I just didn't know what to do and I had a bunch of ideas and up until recently, I just didn't do it. And today I was hanging out with a buddy of mine, Fisher in uh, Tampa. By the way, today is uh, November 6th and I'm in Tampa, Florida and hanging out with my buddy Fish. I just came up with the idea of like, you know what, why not do a podcast where every day or, you know, during the week when stuff happens, I just put it together and at the end of the week, we piece it together and that's a podcast. And so let's get caught up. Tuesday morning at 8.30 in the morning, I landed in Miami from a red eye, about a five hour flight, Uh, about 8.30, got the car, by the time you do all that stuff, it's 9.30, went to go hang out with my friend Chris that I haven't seen, his kid is my godson, and then uh, we caught up, it was cool. Then went to go pick up Cisco. So by about twelve thirty one ish. Yeah, yeah, it was about twelve thirty one. We stopped uh, at Starbucks real quick, yeah. and then with no sleep, drove about nine hours to Pensacola, Florida. Pensacola. We had a decent sleep that night. That decent night, yeah. sleep. Yeah, we we went to sleep a little bit early. Yeah, I want to sleep yeah. a little bit early. Decent sleep. Then the next day, went and did some errands, ran around. Oh, if you go to my yeah. Twitter feed, that's where I saw the chick with the stork legs, <laughs> and. <laughs> And Cisco thinks it looks creepy it, it because looks, I'm following. Dude, but, it looks creepy, dude. But see, here's the thing. If you're going to follow somebody, how do you do it? Like, it's, but why, fo- like, the way I did it. I did it from far away. No, but you did it from so far, you can't really see the legs. You needed to see the stork-like legs bend backwards. That's the whole thing. I, the, the knees going far back, <laughs> it was essential <laughs> to the whole point that I was like, she looks like a stork walking across the street. I, I get and it. And I but, couldn't get beside her. Because then she's going to notice that I'm taking yeah. you. Nobody walks beside somebody with a phone sideways. I, I, so the I only that. way that I could get her was at that angle. And I wanted to cut off. Like, I was nice because she had a really long legs and a short torso. But really I didn't even want to do that. I just got it from kind of like a little bit above the waist down so you could see the legs. Because yeah. I didn't want to be, you know, I didn't want to be but intrusive at that angle, on privacy. You didn't get the, you know, the flamingo-like You did get the flamingo-like legs. You could it, it see just, them bend backwards. It just looks so creepy. Like, you, you were just following this chick. and Yeah, like, but I was following her. No, and like, just being like, ooh, like, you're sexy. Like, like it just looked weird. Like That's get, you. That's all you, bro. All right. That is I'm all saying, you. It looked really creepy. Because it's all you. You're. It's all in your head. There was nothing about that video that was sexy, nothing about the post that was sexy, I nothing about it. the post that was creepy, nothing. None of that. It was literally, let me get this girl at the best possible side angle I can without showing her face yeah. and without showing how weird her body was that it was a short torso with long legs. It, it was really weird. Yeah, exactly. I so I just got like, the stork legs and made <laughs> made a joke about it. I think she was like a regular-sized person, but her legs were so big in her body. like Her just, legs were literally six to eight inches longer than what her torso would yeah. normally be. Yeah. Because normally it was really people weird. go, dude, she's got long legs. This was the one time in my life where we saw somebody and I was like, that's fucking creepy, dude. <laughs> <laughs> that is so creepy. Um, but anyway, that uh, that's where we did it in uh, Pensacola. And that night we performed at the uh, Seville Quarter. Quarter. Now, the interesting thing is that we had performed at, I think it's Howl, Howl at the Wind or Dueling Howl Piano Bar, something like that. The in Fort, um, it's Fort Walton Beach, but the Fort actual Walton club Beach. is in Destin, Florida. Okay. Uh, and my manager and agent thought that we were going there. We ended up going somewhere different. It was yeah. awesome. So, Fort Walton Beach, uh, just so you guys know, 
I called my manager uh, and agents and told them that I wanted to come back there because I had a great time last year. We did two shows. It was amazing. Um, but this show at the Seville Quarter was really awesome because Seville Quarter is this place that looks like the either the Old West or like New Orleans where it, they have burlesque and stuff. You thought it was creepy? I felt like because I felt like it might have been possessed and a lot of black people might have died there and they didn't like Latinos back in the days. Yeah, I don't I don't take that kind of shit with me. I thought it was completely different. You know what's funny is like unless I consciously think about being a Latino. I don't feel that way. So when I walked in there, I was just like, man, this is like the Old West. What I felt like was somebody was going to come out in boots and spurs and was going to challenge <laughs> me to a duel. And then uh, and then somebody was going to start playing the piano like, oh, come on, settle down, boys. Ding, 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 you know what I mean? And a chick was going to come down on like a hula hoop or something. Yeah. You know, with the burlesque thing. Hula hoop? And the, yeah. And the, the, I, the, I was thinking the, like one of those balloon dresses or whatever. Well, well yeah, with no, the but framework. they try to be sexy when they're yeah. coming down from there. And she would have the uh, the little ribbon on her leg. Yeah. You know, and then uh, that's what it felt like to me. But the audience uh, was just yeah. unbelievable. They I want to give the hats off to you guys, man. It was unbelievable. And uh, I had the best time over there. So I can't I can't wait to go back. Um, doing those smaller, smaller places is just uh, it's an incredible thing, man. Yeah, it, it, it's it is. But the way it worked was after the show, the show started at eight ish. And uh, ended eight, at around yeah, 10, 30, 10, 45. Yeah. By 11.30, we had to pack up all the recording oh, equipment, you know, do take pictures with the audience and that stuff. 11.30, we had to drive about six and a half hours, and there's an hour difference. So, so we, we had lose to an get, hour. Yeah, you lose an hour. So we had to drive to Tampa to be on the uh, on the uh, Mike Calta show. So at we got there. We had to be there at 7.20. We drove 90 miles an hour yeah. to get there on time. And we got there about 45 minutes early. Yeah. So, just as a disclaimer, we were supposed to get there right on time. Like, I don't think people were. Acor- like, according, yeah, to the, according to the GPS. According to the GPS. Yeah. We were supposed to get there like at 7.15. Perfectly on time. Yeah. But we got there really early. Well, I drove for about, look, if it was about a six-hour drive, I drove for what? Like four hours? You drove about, uh, yeah. Three four and hours? Half, three and a half, four hours. Because yeah. you drove about two, right? I, I drove, because uh, you drove really fast. So you drove, I think you drove like three and a half, 345, and then I drove literally like 90 to 100. So I drove, it was, my drive was like about, it was supposed it was to be two, two and a half hours. hours. So it was about two, 215? I did like a two and a half, but I did 210. Yeah. And so we ended up doing that, that's Thursday morning. Uh, had some stuff to do, ran around, didn't, yeah. g- uh, but got like three, four hours sleep. Yeah. Um, last night, did the Thursday show. They were incredible. Yeah. It was an amazing show. Uh, again, man, the audience is, you, I just want to give my hats off to all the fans out there. Thank you for being such great audiences, and, and thank you guys for spreading the word. And, um, you know, keep doing so, man. Um, great big things to come time. next year. Big things to come next year. So then we did the show last night. Probably want to sleep at about. I probably want to sleep at about one, two, just because of the yeah. adrenaline and stuff. Yeah, I want to sleep at two for sure. And I and I don't. I didn't. I didn't bring my medication this time for my sleep, <laughs> so I, f- I couldn't. I forgot to get you medication. I couldn't get some sleep, and uh, I fell asleep at about two. Had to wake up at six. Yeah. For the day's morning radio, but those four hours were fine. I, um, I went to a seminar where basically. I was told that if I wanted energy that I that I don't have right now, which is something that I really was struggling with, and I really was struggling with, you know, having energy because I've just never been the kind of person that can sleep for four or five hours yeah. and be okay. I mean, I can, 
but I go on adrenaline, and then when I hit a wall, I can sleep for 18, 24 hours, Jeez. and that it was bothering me. And so basically, I went right now. I'm on a I'm on a vegan diet except for fish. Yeah. I eat fish, but other than that, everything is pretty much vegetables and fruits. Uh, rarely eat meat if I do at all. Um, and uh, there are a couple of other things I do. And it, it, whatever, I'm not trying to sell to anybody. What I am saying is, I have enormous amounts yeah. of energy nah, I mean, right I've now. I've seen it. Enormous amounts. I've seen it. And usually, it's incredible. Usually, usually we'll crash at the same time, but right. like you're going, and I'm just oh, like, I just feel I'm great like, right I'm now. I'm done. And so we got two shows tonight, man, and yeah. I'll talk about those tomorrow or on Sunday. Yeah. But uh, it's awesome. So the stuff that's going on in the news, there's nothing really going on crazy. Yeah, nah. I think it's interesting what's happening to Ben Carson. I, it seems like he's been, I don't know. It seems like he made a couple of lies. Yeah, well, I'm not sure, and I yeah, don't know. Didn't he re, like? Didn't his well, campaign like retract a statement that came out about something about a university or something like that? Yeah, that that I think he said that he was accepted to a certain university, yeah. but he never applied to it. Yeah, or something, something like, like that. that. And then uh, he supposedly stabbed somebody, what? but that story has changed. He said he stabbed a kid, uh, a brother, a, a cousin. And then it was a, a family member, and now it's some kid. Um, they can't find the kid. Yeah, who he supposedly stabbed. And so he might have killed somebody. No, no. He said he tried to stab him, but oh. that his belt buckle got in the way, so he was never able to stab him. And then he found Jesus, and then he stopped being that way. So he. But okay. they tried to find the guy that he supposedly stabbed. Yeah. And they can't find him. Uh, so he doesn't exist, kind of. Thing. Right. So okay. what they're trying, what they're basically, they're selling a story. Okay. Basically, what it is is he's trying to be thug. Yeah. It seems like if yeah. if everything if everything he's he said is not vote. true, yeah, he was trying to get that ghetto black vote. Yeah. That like, oh, when I was young, I tried to stab somebody, yeah. you know, but but it didn't go, and now yeah. they're they're, they're and then it's as like, of Duh. now they can't find the guy, and it seems like it's a lie. Yeah. Allegedly. You know, I, but but I understand him trying to thug out. Yeah, I, I get it. That's actually a really good move, in that, my opinion. That is because it's it's one of those things that Barack never had to do. Yeah. Because he plays basketball, so he's got enough. You know. Yeah, and he's not full black. But but he's not. But still, he has enough that that you know he grew up in yeah. the south side of chicago so or, or he he represented chicago even though he grew up in my i mean uh, hawaii yeah the thing is is he he seems to have enough credibility uh, you I know with the with yeah. the with the ghettos with, with, with the, ghetto, the with yeah. the with so the ben thugs. Carson's trying to get that i market. i would imagine why would you all right you're i, I commend him for that I, yeah you do i mean if it Except if it's a lie if, it sucks but it's right. a really good fucking lie. You respect the lie. You respect the lie part. I respect the lie part. Yeah. I respect the I story it. that they're trying to give out to the media. Like You I respect that it. he's trying to be thug. Yeah, I get it. But right. but white people just, like, let it go. Like, that's the thing about white people. They're like, oh, let's investigate. Let's see who he really stabbed. That's let's just see the if media, bro. If you say something, yeah. you're, you're going to have to represent. I get it. I get it. I just, And I it's a it's a big, pivotal point in his life. And think about it. If he didn't. What does that say about him that he is trying to get that vote? Well, every politician is a liar. It's just how good of a lie are you, a liar are you? Yeah, but that I, I guess I guess what you're saying. You you're because because he's black, you're giving him a little bit of pass. Uh, no, you're giving him a little bit black. of a pass because no, he's black. Because like it's 
is very creative. So if my, Donald Trump opinion. had lied about something like that, you would be Donald like, Trump okay? is Donald Trump is a thug in his own lane. Like I I can't compare the two. Right. Like I I I honestly think I don't know. I would never vote for Trump. But well, here's what I think about all those guys. I think that right now, because there is no vote and it's not going to be for a year and something, yeah. that people feel like, I like this guy, I like that guy, I vote for this guy. That's what the polls are. Yeah. I think that when it gets close to real crunch time, they're going to start getting scared and go, wait, 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 yeah. wait. Ooh. Is this motherfucker really ready yeah. to run our country? Exactly. And are, do we really want this guy to yeah. run our country? Whoever that is, yeah. whether it's Fiorina or Carson or Cruz or Rubio. I'm going with Clinton. Okay. I'm going with Hillary. So that's cool, man. I, I don't vote. I don't vote either. But I don't vote because I I don't I don't want to lean left or right when it comes to fucking with people. Yeah. I want to be able to I want to be able to do jokes about them that come from that come from the heart and come from a right yeah. place. Plus, I I don't believe that this country is right or left. It might lean right or left in certain situations, yeah. but it's not right or left. It's just whatever. The way and it, it just depends on you know who you think is has a little bit more of what you want and yeah. that, that nobody's ever really happy and rarely does a president change the world of the 44 if you have but it doesn't work that way um anyway that's how we feel about that but what we wanted to talk about was i took a picture of a guy earlier oh today again you could go to uh my twitter feed uh it's at carlos mencia everything for me is at carlos mencia but yeah. go check out this picture and if you can zoom in on it and the picture is just what I thought when I saw the guy. So here's what happened. We, uh, we're driving down the street. So I see the guy and I immediately think to myself, Puerto Rican or Dominican? Yeah. Immediately. Because he, he didn't look Cuban. No. He definitely looked Dominican or Puerto Rican, not Haitian. To I, me, it I was just, either one or the other. I don't other. see the Dominican. And so I didn't know what it was. So I took a picture and I, and I put it on my Twitter. Yeah. And, and I a put a lot of people, on, and I put a lot. I put a bet on this, by the way. Where remember where I said, oh, out of ten people, one or two are gonna say Dominican. Yeah, you said one or two are gonna say Dominican, and the, I don't know how many comments there are, but the majority of them think. Pretty much all of them thought they were Dominican. Yeah, like the, Dominican. the one I thought was awesome was because I put Puerto Rican or Dominican, and one person wrote yes. <laughs> <laughs> A and mix. I, thought, yeah, I totally thought that was awesome because, it, it, in my opinion, it was like, oh, wow, that's yeah. great, right? <laughs> yeah. This guy is like, yeah, it could be either or. Yeah. And then I like that people, some of the people are having logic with it. Yeah. Oh, he has socks yeah, on. He's with got chancletas. socks on with chancletas. So I'm, like, I'm like, dude, like, I think they literally destroyed the Dominican race in your comments. Like, I was like, oh, my God, we do that. Like, I'm really thinking about changing uh, my Latino race. Yeah. Like, I might be, I might go Cuban or something. No, don't do it, bro. You, you're you're fine. You're you, literally fine. I That's, like, dude, he looks Puerto Rican. No, I understand that. I, I so get I'm a little hurt. Does. Well, but that's to you, to everybody else. He looks Dominican. Jesus Christ, dude. Like, that makes me feel well, horrible. Why does it make you feel bad, though? What about like, him? Like, we don't like mixing the races. Like, it's, Yo, first it's of either all, it's the race. It's not a race. I you get guys... it. We don't like mixing the countries. We, right. It's either you're Puerto Rican and you're Dominican. There's no crossing the two. But, it, but when you come to America, you cross over, dude. I mean, last night, there was a straight-up dude from Hong Kong. His last name was Wai. <laughs> yeah, and he was—he's married to a chick that was born in Honduras. Yeah, that was. I mean, true. dude, th that their kids that are gonna look just like Americans. Yeah. I mean, they're gonna look like what? 
like what was the joke that I said? I said when you guys have kids, they're gonna confuse racists. Yeah, because racists are gonna like, look at them like, what the fuck is that? I, there's nobody that looks like that yeah. in the hatred manual. <laughs> <laughs> like, like there's a manual of yeah. hatred. What yeah. what do I call this fucker? Yeah, there there, there was. It, I loved it. I thought it yeah. was. I thought it was awesome. And, that, you, and you also said uh, four out of the five kids are going to look good. Well, that's always true, though. With mixed people, yeah. they have three or four kids. There's always one of them that you're just like, oh, fuck, you got all yeah. the bad traits. I, I think I was the one because my parents had five kids, and I'm number four out of five, and I'm probably the ugliest one out of all of them. You think so? I know so. Like if I showed, if I showed you a picture of all my sisters and I, me, I, first like, of all, I'm the I've darkest met one. your sisters. You're you're not the ugliest one. You're the darkest one. Okay. Which maybe because I'm you're fucking racist one. makes it ugly. <laughs> it See, remember when I told you that you're racist sometimes and you don't know it? Yeah. You are definitely not the ugliest one in your family. But the fact that you're the darkest one makes you say that. And you believe that shit. You believe I, it because you're darker, you're uglier, and you're not. I just feel like I have to you're work harder. You're a cute looking chubby dude, bro. You're a really cute I, looking chubby dude. I feel dude. like I have to work harder, though. How is it that you work harder? Like, what to get the ladies and stuff? Oh, bullshit, like, to, you dude! Know, bullshit. Put on a show, dude. When we've gone like to bars, chicks approach you all the time. That was a remember times, yeah. when it was you I and remember. Momo on the road before yeah. all this stuff, before yeah. any of it, dude. Momo would be like, and then you'd be talking to three chicks. And yeah, then you walk true. on stage and you're like, dude, I'm chubby, but I'm cute. Like, you know it. <laughs> but right now, in your realness, your racism is like, but I'm black. I, how can I be attractive when I'm black? All right. Maybe I'm a little racist. And uh, something else happened last night uh, that was really interesting. And, and I'm really curious to see where it goes. What? I believe that, especially with young comics, a really big problem that they have is that they rely so much on the joke, especially yeah. after doing it for three, four, five years, that they that they cling to the joke instead of clinging to the fact that they can make something funny. The feeling. I think that you're funny. Yeah. But when you do new jokes, you tell them like you've never told them before, yeah. like they're joke I get jokes. So awkward. Like and they're stuff. not like it's you. Weird. Like they're not a part of what you think, a part of what you feel. Yeah. Um, and so. You you don't do your comedy with that fire. So yeah. I could tell when you're doing. If I couldn't hear you, and just looked at your body language, yeah, I'd be like, oh, that's a new joke. Yeah, I, uh, I he's kinda, done that one before. Kind of cringe. Because a as bit. soon as you get to something that you know has gotten a laugh before, you go from and and you know and the <laughs> you're like, oh well, let me tell you the other day, and you just the confidence comes yeah. out, and that's why I told him last night. I don't care if you do ten minutes, yeah, of new stuff. And you bomb, but just do new stuff, dude. Yeah. Your old stuff is funny. You know it's funny. Expand, let it go. Do something else. Yeah. And you tried, and it I was did, painful to watch did, because did, uh, <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ, bro. I did you like had 10 no confidence. Of, I did like 10. Yeah, it was really weird. Like, I was, for some reason, like, I've never gone on stage and did like all new stuff. Like, I've never done that. And when I first started, like, I think the first 10 minutes was, like, all brand new stuff. And I just felt so awkward and weird. Like, I know it's in there. Like, I know I, I think I just got to let it out. And then I'll just get used to it where it's, like, because I'm not used to just doing new stuff and not doing my old shit. But, see, what I'm trying to teach you by doing this is yeah. to have confidence in yourself. Yeah. Do you know? It's you know gonna, what it is? You know what that come. confidence it's is? It's going to come. That confidence is 
We were watching football the other day. Yeah. And this dude made a just ridiculous catch. He was running. He slowed down a little bit and then put a little burst of speed to separate himself. So because the 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 defensive back was right on him. Yeah. And then he put his right arm out as he was kind of pushing back with his left arm and just caught the ball. Yeah, I remember that. He had he could have tried to catch it with two hands. Yeah. But that was just pure just, confidence of like, I'm gonna catch this. And yeah. he caught it was awesome. And the percentage on that is very low. No, not in his head. See, th- that that's that's yeah. the problem. That's what I want to teach you. Yeah. That in your head, at that moment, there should be no percentage. I get it. I know that fucker thought you th- would he this I'm catching this. I'm gonna build this, catch it, boom, and he did it. That's what I want you to feel when you're on stage. Yeah. That sense of, oh, I know this is funny. I, I, I let me tell you about some shit that I thought was funny. Yeah. And you just did it so meekishly and yeah, so, so like awkwardly meh, 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 yeah. that it just came out so. It just felt weird. Like I think I think, I mean I'm gonna do it all weekend. I'm literally. Well, I can't I'm, wait to I'm see the way it, it works weekend. tonight. I just feel like once I get that confidence and once I feel comfortable, like like because I've never like I told you I've never done just new stuff. Like I've always done. I've always padded my good shit with my new shit, you know, and I've oh, I've never failed per se. Well, that's cool if if you already have the confidence, yeah, and you already know that's what you want. I think that that's awesome, but I don't I don't know that that's that's a good thing. Yeah, when you haven't had that confidence to yeah. to just put two minutes in the middle of twenty minutes. It's not expanding. Yeah, you I, you need to take that it's next kinda, step, and that yeah. next step for you is I'm funny. Yeah. Period. End of story. Doesn't matter what I talk about. Yeah. And which, by the way, is weird because when every time you go to Miami and I'm not around, you do 45 <laughs> minute sets where yeah. 30 but minutes of it was funny like, of stuff you've never like done before work, with though. crowd work. Yeah. And you saw it in Connecticut. But when crowd we were doing work that leads to something else is yeah, my I, point. I, I get, I and, get what and, you're saying. And, and even if it is crowd work, how is it that you're funny with crowd work and it, you don't know what's going to happen? Yeah. But you're not funny with stuff that you wrote that you think is funny. I don't know. That makes I, no so, sense. It's weird to me, though, because it's like... It's not weird. The fact that you think is weird makes it weird. You have to I have that I mentality it. of it's going to be funny. Yeah. I'm going to force you to keep doing this until you realize that I'm you are. do it. And I'm you'll find it. it. So... I, that's th- my goal for the weekend. I'm literally going to do new shit at the beginning and just go with it. Okay. So, on November 6th, you heard it. <laughs> so maybe November seventh or November eighth, we will catch up on this yeah. and let you know what happened. Uh, yeah, but we'll as see. of we'll tonight, see how, how how it moves, we shall see. So catch you on the other end. This it. ain't the end of the podcast. We shall continue. Hey everybody, what's going on? Continuing the podcast on the next day. Today is actually the eighth, which would be Sunday, twelve twenty-seven a.m. We finished the shows on Sunday and uh, driving down to Miami because I got to get to Miami by, I think, five or something. So we got four and a half, yeah, five, five and a half hours, four and a half, five hours, maybe. Yeah. Five uh, hours. With me, four Francisco Duran, also known as Cisco, yeah, my opening act. Yeah. Uh, what are you doing, dude? I'm just saying goodnight to my baby. Hey, you're texting her? Yeah. Cool. So we, uh, we're driving down. We're in the car right now. Yeah. As I told you. I don't want to do a conventional podcast. I just couldn't be doing the same thing or things that I've seen before in that respect. And so I just uh, figured, you Jesus know what? Let's Christ. do something different. So I'm fighting with we last belt. talked to you on 
Thursday. Yeah, Thursday. Went on Mike Calta, had a great time. Uh, hung out with my boy Orlando in the morning on a hip hop station. I think 94.1, if I'm not mistaken. 94.9. 94.9. And uh, wild, wild, right? Yeah. Yeah, and it was it was just awesome, man. We we had a great time. The weekend was amazing. Stellar crowds. Amazing. Um, yeah, you, you, I just, I just, I don't know, man. I feel like, I feel like my performances just are on point. They're they're, dude. I haven't seen you this on fire in a while. Right. Yeah. Like it's it's just like. It just motivates me to do different shit and, and like, be better. And so, speaking of motivation, so what I had told Cisco was, hey, man, I would rather you do 10 minutes of new stuff than, you know, 30 minutes of shit that you know works. Yeah. And uh, it was funny, man, because Thursday, and here was my point. (laughs) My point is, Cisco's been doing this long enough that he should know he's funny and Hold on. See, so you know we're driving. <laughs> and so we're on the 75 South going toward Ocala, Naples. How do you say o- Ocala? Ocala? Yeah. Okay. I put a little Latino in it. I'm yeah, like, Omaha, Ocala. But there's a lot of Latinos that live in Ocala now, believe it or not. Oh, for real? Like, yeah, because they're stepping on my cord or something. Bad, I need a little bit of slack here. Um, yeah, there's a lot of Latinos that move to Ocala because it's like really cheap now. You're going to go towards Naples, though. Uh, and it's really cheap now. So a lot of Latinos, like, once they made a little money, they opened up a business over there. and they bought Oh, for real? Yeah, dude. So there's, like, a lot of Cubans. And well, I don't know if you heard that joke that I said you got to warn a Latino and a black person when you send them, when you send them up to Lando Lakes. <laughs> and everybody got crazy. Yeah. Because Lando Lakes is pretty much – that's the one place where I actually, saw, I actually saw a dude wearing a shirt. With the Dixie, you know, the the the, 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 the Dixie yeah, pretty thing. much, the, yeah, 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 it was Dixie and the uh, Confederate flag in the front, Jeez. and in the back, he didn't know what it, it had. Doing. No, it had black people picking cotton. <laughs> I'm not even kidding, bro. He didn't know what he was doing with that shirt. It, it, yes, he did. He, but here's a funny thing. What tonight? Somebody came up to me and they're like, "Dude, so many Latinos live in Lando Lakes. There's probably more Latinos Proceed than like." And so I was like, what? Are you serious? And there's another place that's like that. It's uh, outside of Bakersfield. It's called Oildale. Oildale? And that place used to be like total redneck. And now it's Latino and the mayor was Latino. And wow. he sent me a letter because I used to go there and do jokes about Oildale being redneck. <laughs> and, and I swear to God, I, I got this letter. He was like, I am so-and-so Rodriguez or Ramirez or whatever. Ramirez. And I'm... Um, I am the mayor, of, and you are misrepresenting because of the majority of people that are Latinos. <laughs> but anyway, uh, so what I was saying to him, Cisco, was you have to be confident yeah. in what you do. Yeah. And, and then you'll make your stuff funny. Yeah. So Thursday, not confident. No, dude, it was horrible. Not confident. Like it wasn't horrible. Like it, they, Here, they, wait, you you can explain how you felt and what yeah. you thought. Yeah, yeah. I'll tell you what I saw. Yeah. He went on stage right off the bat. Not fired up. Not excited. Yeah. Not like I'm ready to do this. Yeah. It it was just like you went on stage. Yeah. And then I saw you go, okay, I'm gonna commit. 
and you told a joke. And as soon as it didn't work, <laughs> I just saw your face shrivel up. <laughs> and then you did an old joke. Yeah. Right away. Yeah, I had to. So the first one bailed. You yeah. bailed on it immediately. Yeah. Then you went to the next one. I went to my go-to. And then you try to come back, but when you did, you were you were just like that dude that asks a chick to go out or dance, and you're like, um, you know, if I, I don't, forget <laughs> it. And you just walked away. That's what it looked like to <laughs> me. And it just seemed like you could, you you just didn't, and you tried. Yeah. I, gi I give you credit for the fact that you tried. Yeah. You know, because you tried to mix it up. But you just never committed. Yeah. And after the show, I told you, dude, you have to commit. Yeah. yeah. You have to commit. Yeah. You did. And yeah. the rest of the weekend, you really did commit. Mostly commit. Yeah. The only thing you didn't do for for the three shows of the four, three of the five, two yeah. Friday, two Saturday, one Sunday, yeah. you ended with old stuff. Because you just didn't feel comfortable ending well, with new shit. No, it's not that. Like, it, you know what it is? Okay, I'll tell you how I felt on Thursday, right? Thursday, I felt like... On Thursday, I felt like it was... I, I just felt horrible. Like, it, I just felt like I went on stage. I didn't know where I was going. Like, I knew what I wanted to say, but I didn't know how to say it. And I, like, my, I know my face just gave it away where it was like... I'm giving you guys bullshit right now. So, but they, they were such a good crowd that they were laughing. Like it wasn't my regular, like if we were to gauge my regular laughs, like it would be regularly, I'd go from like eight to 10. I'd give this like a four to six, the way they were laughing. Right. So I just was like, oh, you guys are good sports, but this is bullshit. And then, uh, and then for the rest of the weekend, I just, how did it feel though? When you told that first joke, and they didn't laugh. And they didn't what, laugh. What in your head made you immediately bail? Immediately in my like head. Like in my head, I heard that. I heard that like collision alarm that you hear. <laughs> whoop, 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 it, whoop, whoop. Immediately when they did not laugh, I was like, you are a fucking failure. That's what was going on in my head. Really? Yeah. Like that's how that's like that's how rough I am with my shit on stage. Like if they don't laugh at the level that I need I need or want them to laugh, I just immediately go to that negative place. Here's what I think. And, and no, that I know. Yeah. The more you trust yourself, yeah. the better you'll get at it and yeah. you'll never say those things to yourself. Well after our conversation And you'll write different too because yeah. for me, the best way to write is to think about what I think is funny. Like I yeah. go, God that was funny. And then just take it on stage. Yeah. I mean, you've seen me do it a million times. But for me, it's like, okay, the Muslim kid gets thrown in jail for taking a clock to school. All yeah. right. Let me see what that clock looks like. Yeah. Dude, that does not look like it a clock. <laughs> Wait a minute. Wait. You know whose fault it is? His dad. In my head, I go, because his dad, you know what? I got it. His dad yeah. should have said something. I don't even think about what his dad should have said. Let's go. Yeah. His dad should have said something. He should have known better. And then I go, there's certain things I can't do. I love wearing black vests and white shirts. But every time I do, it's not even a joke. Somebody thinks I'm a valet parker if I'm walking out of a club. <laughs> it's just the way it is. And I, and I accept that. And so it's like the dudes that we call cuanazos. Yeah. 
We're on our way to Miami, by the way. And the dude that we call a Cubanazo, and you speak to that dude in Spanish every time. Uh -huh. He has that shirt. Well, what is a Cubanazo to you? A to Cubanazo me, like a just Cuban guayabera. With the, with, with, the chains, the, with the chains, with the gold chains, with the gold chains, the crucifix no, of Jesus, the crucifix of Jesus, and just like he has the hair slicked back. And, and if he has white shoes, I shit oh my, my pants, God, dude. Yeah, I, that that's too much. Like the Steve Maddens from back in the day. Yes, yeah, those man, those were horrible. So you you were something like that. Yeah, and you know what? It's like this chick that we met in Indianapolis, who everybody thinks she's gay, but the way she dresses. The way she cuts her hair, it just looks butchy. Yeah. It really looks butchy. And when you try to make a joke to her, like, about a, you know, lesbian or pussy shit, she's like, you know, I'm in the dick, right? I'm not, I'm not gay. <laughs> and you're like, what the fuck? <laughs> That's Why would, and then you go, you know what? You could worry. That was my bad for assuming. Yeah. But it's the same thing. You can't, it's almost like you can't wear that. Yeah, of course. And not think some shit. Of course. You can't dress that way and not assume something. Of course. And so that's kind of like the route that I that I saw it in. Yeah. I, but you know what, though? After we had that conversation <laughs> on Thursday, uh, on Friday morning. Yeah. Because, uh, you know, you texted me and you're like, oh, what are you doing? And I was like, oh, I'm, I'm just, you know, listening to my set. Oh, yeah. I told you. Yeah. yeah, yeah come in. You're we'll like, talk come, to it. Come over. Talk about we it. went over. We talked for like an hour and you're just... Like you just told me all that commit and like you're funny and and I know it's stupid but sometimes I need that shit like it's just it it, it meant a lot so come going into Friday I felt like I just I just believed in it like I still I still feel like my body the way I work my body on stage is a little bit off so I was exuding confidence and it's just you know what like it felt Friday's shows were amazing Saturday shows were amazing but like. Something about today's show, Sunday show, like it just—I felt like I took it to another level, and it was just—I was—I I knew where I wanted to go. Wait, I was, but wait, Friday's second show, the first show, you like nailed it. Yeah. The second show, it was a little off. You, you your timing was a little yeah, off. Yeah, it was a little off. I don't know what it was. And I put things where they weren't supposed to go, so. It was supposed to be ABC, and I did AC. Oh, that's right. Yeah. That's the that's the yeah. show where instead of doing a timed thing where you yeah. go, I'm going to say this and then that and then yeah. that, you went from joke A to joke D yeah. to joke B to joke F. Yeah. And, and you didn't even put E in there. Exactly. And, yeah. And it didn't go in order. So it right. felt... And it wasn't that it wasn't funny because the joke in itself is funny. Right. It just didn't flow. No, I know, dude. Yeah. Listen, there are certain jokes that I tell that it's not that they're rehearsed, but if I don't go through them in the right way, yeah. I can't say it. Yeah. Like the joke where I say uh, Down syndrome, you know, see, like, I can't even think about it if I'm not in the rhythm of it. Yeah. Like right now, I can't like, yeah, yeah I got to be like, you're, why, you're, does create yeah. people, why does God create people with Down syndrome? Asperger's syndrome, autism, multiple sclerosis, cystic fibrosis, scoliosis, leukemia, progeria, Lugergic disease, lymphoma. Glioblastoma, sickle cell, anemia, hepatitis, diabetes, like, yeah, anemia, hepatitis. I, I can't. It's a flow. If I if I start off with like, yeah, why would God create people with polio? Yeah. Ah, fuck. I, I'm yeah. like shit. That's not it. Yeah. So, the rhythm of it catches you. Yeah, exactly. At least for me, no. and it allows me to go through the joke or through yeah. the bit. And that's the same thing with me, because like this is, and this is the reason why I was closing with my old shit is because if you notice, 
the old shit that I was doing, uh, the old shit that I was doing was actually trying to c- blend them in with my new shit. You know what I'm saying? So like, so like if it, so I I try to put A B C D. So let's say the first ten minutes was A B C D, and I was like, all right, well, what's after D? And then let me put some old shit in there. Right. So that's that's what I was trying to do at that point. You you're basically trying to mix it. Yeah, exactly. But you know, it, at the end of the day, like it, I was doing. 15 minutes of new shit and then five minutes of my old shit is that what it felt like well i have it recorded so you actually went through yeah like i have all my shits recorded on my phone i went on stage with my phone every show right i hit record and i recorded every single show and, and every single morning i would wake up between nine and ten and listen to it repeatedly like so what did you think when you listened to the show to um, your stuff to my stuff man like what I, show was your best in your opinion my my opinion was today's show, Sunday show, because uh, everything everything flowed. I mean, there was a couple hecklers that I had to take care of, but other than that, like everything. They weren't really bad hecklers, no, though. They, they were like, were happy, not. I'm with yeah, you. Like, we're with you. Whatever you want, yeah, and I'm were, good. And these are, and what's crazy is, like, Sunday shows, what I realize is the cities that we come back to, Sunday shows are the people that usually seen us on the weekend, and they know they that seem the to Sunday, be repeat shows. They yeah, seem to be repeat shows. And they know that Sunday is the best show to go to, Thursdays and Sundays. So well, what I love about Sunday shows is they're the smartest. Yeah. They get it. They're they're not just hype. When they give you an applause break, they mean it. Exactly. You know, I think every show I got a signing ovation. It was crazy. Every single show. But they were awesome. They were yeah. just a great crowd. It was amazing. But I thought that you, I thought your Saturday's first show was amazing. Yeah. Even though I don't think you think so because they were a great audience. They were kind of have to take away a little bit. They were great, but it just felt too easy for me. That's what I'm saying. So it's so I understand to, that. So to me, they like today. The reason why today was so good was because I was warming. I was the first guy up. There was no guest spots. I, I had to, you know, be an MC and a feature at the same time. Go up there. By the way, does that bother you? Because normally we'll get somebody that some local guy to do five ten minutes and open the show. And you don't have to do that. Yeah. But I kind of feel like when we don't have an opener, you get to do much longer. Yeah. And, I mean, I can't imagine that that's not something that you really like. No, I, I love it, actually. Like, when there's no opener. I mean, this is the thing. For the longest, it was just, before we started having openers and, you know, local openers open up and stuff, for, for a while, it was just me and you. Right. So, and even before then, like when we had, you know, every, the other guys on the road. Right. I was always the first guy until, you know, I started switching with Momo and then, right, right, you know, right. Rivas would warm it up. So at the end of the day, I, I'm always used to being the first guy on stage and I wasn't scared of it. Then I got comfortable being the feature and having somebody else open. And now, so you know, now I have to now I like I have to reconfigure myself like, OK, like before the, before the show today, I knew there was not going to be any guest spots. Right. So in my head, I was like, "All right, I got to do the MC and do it as well as you know that you could do it." Because I, I I believe, in my opinion, I'm a really good MC, uh, and then be also and also be a feature. But was I right in telling you that if you just stick to doing new stuff, you will yeah. eventually do it right because yeah. you have to. Yeah. You can lean on old stuff. Of course. And then you you get a confidence. That you never had before because of you're course. like, oh, shit, I could do this. Yeah. Like, I, I honestly, my goal, because I set a goal for November to lose weight and uh, and for my material and was to come up with 10 minutes of new material, new solid material. Yeah. 
after this weekend, I could honestly say I have 10 to 15. Nice. Well, uh, speaking of, like, losing weight and stuff, um, I actually went to a, a Tony Robbins event, and it was awesome, and I changed my diet. Um, I have good. ridiculous amounts of energy. I'm, I'm eating healthy. I'm doing great. I'm basically a vegan that eats fish. Fish. That's pretty much what I'm doing. Yeah. And uh, it's awesome. I feel great. I have energy. I don't have to sleep as much when I wake up. I wake up great. I'm not espousing this to anybody. I'm not telling anybody to do it. I fucking hate people that lose weight and tell you, you gotta lose weight. Or that change their diet. <laughs> I'm like, let me tell you what you need to do. I don't care what you do. Do what you yeah. want. What I'm telling you is this works for me. Uh, I'm happy with it. Yeah. I'm not trying to lose weight, and I'm losing weight. I'm not trying to get fit. I'm getting fit. Um, and you look good, too. Like, it's, it, you could tell, and it, and it helps you on stage from what I see. Like, it's like you. The energy like you, levels. Yeah, you just take it to another another level with the energy now that you have that you have so much energy. Like, it's it's crazy. It's really bizarre because, I mean, for anybody that knows me, I've, I always have energy. Yeah. But, like, to have extra, that's that's crazy. Um, all right, so this weekend was fun. Not just that way. We uh, <laughs> we were in Ybor City, and uh, I can't say what night because the employee might get might get fired. Yeah. So one of the nights of the four that we were at the Improv in Ybor City. And by the way, <laughs> if you've never seen been to Ybor City, it's amazing on a Friday and Saturday night. Yeah, it's crazy. Um, there is every type of club you can imagine. You literally... You, you walk down 7th Avenue, and in one club, they're playing bachata. In the next club, they're playing jazz. In the next club, it's hip-hop. Yeah. And the next club is a full-on straight-up gay bar. Yeah. Like, straight up. Yeah. And, I mean, not just a gay bar, but, like, the total trannies. And, I mean, it's awesome. Yeah. It's the only place that I know of that, within that many blocks... Is just that open to everything, and they don't mess with each other. Like it's like everybody. Gets no, along. everybody gets along, and when yeah. people start fighting, you know what's sad? If you've ever heard of anything bad happening there, it's never people from there. Yeah, it's always people that come from somewhere else and try to make it, you know, cause a fight and all this stupidity. Yeah. But uh, one of the employees, <laughs> one of the nights, came up to me and he was like, he was almost crying. He literally was almost crying. He's like, man, man. I go, what? Oh, and then uh, Cisco looks at me and he goes, he fucked the ching in the bathroom while you were on stage. <laughs> <laughs> so how did you know that, by the way? Well, because, like, we became really cool. Like, sure. he's, you know, at the beginning of the week, he was a little hesitant. That. You know, because we're, we're very business-minded when we get to the club for the weekend. Yeah, when we first get to the club, so you understand, the first thing we do is set up recording equipment. So we walk in there, and usually... Yeah. We don't show up with a lot of time. Yeah. So we look at it, go, okay, we got VIPs that we're going to start. Yeah. Uh, 730 because the 8 o'clock show. So this is on a Thursday usually yeah. that we show up. Anywhere we show up, we go, well, what time do we have to do this? We work backwards. Yeah. And we never really leave ourselves that much room <laughs> to fuck around. But it works and out. Just be, no, it does. But but the reason I'm saying this is because people that work there at first, they don't see us come in and go, what's yeah. up? How you Cause, doing? Let's have a drink. Because most we're comedians like, just come in. Where, where, where are the XLR cables? What inputs yeah. do you have? What inputs are free? I need to take three microphones from the from the audience, you know, from the stage, so I can put audience mics to record laughter yeah. and bring them into here. So how big is your snake? 
which ones work, which ones don't work. Yeah. So you got these through these. Listen, you're only using mic one, five, 11, and 13. Snake over there says it goes up to 18. Which ones work? I don't know. Yeah. Where are they? In the back. Now we can, can we them. pull them in the back? Can I test them? Let's test three. Let's test yeah. four. Let's test five. Five. Doesn't work? Let's go to six. Six? All right. Three, four, and six. So I take those. Those are our three mics. We're yeah. going to put it, you know, so they, they don't see yeah fun us yeah they don't they don't see that at all right they just because most comics just come in they don't do none as a matter of fact all comics don't do that they just come in they're cool whatever well ironically for all the shit that i get about the material that i do but i don't get that much shit anymore i'm gonna be honest but i record and have recorded every single show that i've done pretty much since 1994 yeah i have it archived somewhere if it's not on my computer it's on a dat if it's not on a dat, it's on a tape. Yeah. But I have every single show yeah. that I've recorded since 1994. Yeah. And so I actually can, if I don't remember, I can go into the archives and find out exactly when I wrote exactly. any new joke. So, so yeah. So, so we set that up. So we come in and they see business us. They don't see right. the cool hanging out. Yeah. What's going on with your life? So he he was hesitant about it. So he was like, "All oh, these guys just came in and took over the took over the sound booth, and they were just work, work, work." And then when they saw us hanging out after the shows, just relaxing, you know, joking around and stuff, he thought, "I think they appreciated that." You, I'm not drinking really. Yeah. And you don't drink that much anymore. No. So even when you drink, you have a beer. You don't get effed yeah. up. Yeah. I don't drink, and I mean, I will drink if I if it's a like an occasion, I'll drink. Yeah. But. Uh, and this is to you, Mike. Me and Mike, Mike uh, Calto were supposed to have a interesting night, but uh, didn't happen. Yeah, it didn't happen. So hey, next time, Mikey. Um, but I think they appreciate that we hang out with them. Yeah. And it's like, wow, they're not even drinking. Yeah. They're just hanging out. And we love the staff. Yeah. The staff. And they'll say like, hey, can we take a shot? And I'll be like, I don't drink, but if you really want to take a shot, just for you guys, man. And it's like, wow, they don't even drink, but yeah. they'll take a shot with us. And they're just, they're not hanging out for free booze. Yeah. They're just talking to us. And I yeah. think that goes a long way with them. Of course. Of course. So at the, end of the, at the end of the weekend, he literally loves the crew. And he was like, man, you guys are amazing. And, you know, and I hooked them up with a couple of chicks because they, you know, they were like, oh, my God, Cisco, you're funny. And I was like, well, here's my friend. Is that the one of the girls that he took up there? Yeah. Oh, he took a girl up there that you were like this. This oh, is, this, dude. This is my friend. Wingman. Yeah, I was like, this is my friend. And oh, that was, is awesome, and bro. And they connected, and they were, you know, they went they, upstairs. They must have connected because he, <laughs> he he banged her in the, in the in, bathroom in the upstairs. the bathroom upstairs, yeah. I don't even know how he did it because there were people up there. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. He just That's like, crazy. Quiet. I was like, dude, next time you, that just, is you crazy. told me, I would have let you in the green room and locked the door. <laughs> 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 but, yeah, cool cool dude. Uh, it, you know, and the, all the staff was great. The, the staff, they were very appreciative. And they once they saw how cool you we were, they, you know, because most clubs, they have turnover with the staff and stuff. So it's new people from. A lot of turnover. Yeah. So the, it's, it's usually quite a few new people i mean some of the old people were there and they were amazing but the new people were cool too once they saw how cool we were so yeah great staff yeah great great staff we had a great time it was awesome um i had a a a, a person with a disability come up to me tonight and he was like dude you fucking saved my life and i'm like why and he's like i i was i was suicidal man Jeez. i literally was suicidal and I go, well, what happened? He goes, 
I somebody told me you gotta hear this joke, and it was a joke you do about if your kid has one eye bigger than the other, you gotta fuck with him when he's a kid and tell him, you know, hey, come here, little googly eye. So they realize that it's okay. He goes, look at my eyes, and he looked at me, bro, and I went, holy shit! Like one of them was looking at me, and the other <laughs> one just fucking went left, bro. <laughs> and he goes. I got fucking googly eyes, man. Oh, my man. whole fucking life. He's like, and until I heard your joke, I never laughed at myself. I thought it was fucked up. And he went, I got a googly eye. And he would move his head and look at me with one eye and move it back and look at me with another one. I and got it, I got in trouble for that shit today. No, I, I well, I gave this dude a hug. We both yeah. cried and it was awesome. But how did you get in trouble? Cause there's a comedian and he has he's really he got fucked up eyes. Like he he looks it goes two different ways, right? Yeah. So he googly eyes. Yeah. So he he just won a competition in Miami for like five thousand dollars. When month. was this, by the way? Uh, today. It was like a month ago. But his he oh. put it. He the article came out today. Okay. And in the article, it was just a headshot of his face, and like it was like a zoom in of his face. So his eye looked like it was looking at the camera. But the other one was looking another way, so I commented on the picture, yeah. and I said, "How many cameras were pointing at you? Were pointed at you?" Sure. And it was just like, "Oh, that's fucked up." Blah blah blah. And I'm like, "You're a comedian. It's fucking funny." You know what, dude? At see, first of all, we're all different. Yeah. Remember that. So, when you want to make jokes about somebody else, yeah, they're gonna make jokes about you. Yeah. But that's, that's not a bad thing. Look at it this way. When you get together with your friends and you're hanging out, yeah. do you censor yourself? Nah. Or do you say whatever the fuck you want because you know that's your boy, that's your girl, they love you. I say whatever the fuck comes to Exactly. Mind. And that's how I look at all humanity. Yeah. I don't I don't care where you're from or what. I'm I'm gonna make fun of you because at the end of the day, <laughs> we're the same. We're in the same place. Yeah. I love you. When shit is written about us in the future. It's not gonna be about individual shit. Yeah, it's were there Germans during World War Two? Exactly. That hated the Nazis. That fucking hated what they did to the Jews. Yes, is that how history remembers Germany and Germans? No, it, it's just the way shit is. Yeah. Individuality, unless it's unbelievably outstanding, it, it's just rarely looked at. And so, my thing is. Especially if you're a comedian, but even if you're not, mm -hmm. if there's something different about you, laugh at that shit. Yeah. Laugh at it because who gives a shit? It's funny. It's not going to change who you are. You're not going to get better or worse. And all you got to do is laugh and find the flaw in whoever made your joke and get his ass back. Yeah. It's like your mama jokes. Yeah. That's it. When people did your mama jokes in high school, man, that was out of love. That was just, oh, we're messing around, you know. And we didn't but even But it was know. funny yeah, it was shit. Funny as fuck. And there were the gems, bro. Oh, my God, dude. There were the gems. Dude, the I will never forget some mom. of the shit. Here, here's one I remember more than anything. This one dude says to this other dude, your mama's so old, she went to, she went to school with Jesus Christ, <laughs> right? And this other motherfucker's reply was, he goes, nigga, your your mama knew his locker combination. Dude, <laughs> I fucking died, bro. I And That's the dude tried funny. to come back. Your mama, and we all just went, stop, 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 st
He yeah. fucked you up on shit you said. Yeah. Just let it go, Take dog. That loss, let dude. it go. It was like there's shit that you just remember. Yeah. Dude, um, high school was amazing when we used. To, that was all love, and that's why, like, I'm a firm believer when when it comes to friends. Right. Listen, if you know about my life, I need to know about your life. Like, if I'm gonna fuck with you, hey, you fuck yeah, with me. Listen, it's the conversation we had today with a really good friend of ours who will remain unnamed. Yeah. Who up until today has been a really close friend. Yeah. But Cisco had a really big issue yeah. because he was like, he knows my secrets. Yeah. But I don't know his. Like, I, not even secrets as much as he knows about my life. Yeah. I don't even know about his. And he never talks about it. So today we sat down and I was like, yo, man, you, you, you got to talk to us about your life. You got to tell us what you do when you go home. Yeah. And, and how you feel and about your family and about your life. Because we feel like we tell you everything and you don't tell us shit. Yeah. And the funny thing was his reaction was like, whoa, I've never shared shit like that before. I, I, I didn't know that that's what you're supposed to do. And so I don't know if you felt comfortable with his reaction, but I really did. I felt, I felt comfortable, but now the thing is, there's there's the same word like yeah you could say something but now it's all about your actions so no I get it I'm gonna see how it goes but at the end of the, so I feel I asked him some personal shit later yeah and he told me oh awesome yeah that's so, awesome I, I mean, was like oh shit I mean I'm not that guy to like ask questions but like when I do don't give me the runaround you know like if I say hey who are you talking to and not, and then you act all weird about it motherfucker then I'm gonna be like all right well yeah you know stop being you know stop being like that it's fucking weird yeah. You know, so I like at the end of the day, you know me. I, I you, if you know me, then I want to know who you are, and that's it. And it's not a bad thing. It's not something where it's like I'm gonna talk shit about you or anything right. like that. It's just, motherfucker, I want to know who and you are. I didn't feel like we had a lot of hecklers, except for that one where they where, where they kicked him out. But he had he wasn't saying anything weird. He was just kind of being like, yeah, alright. <laughs> but uh, I love people like that. Yeah, my f- dude tonight, that black dude. Oh, had the most amazing. amazing laugh ever. I love that, dude. I cannot even duplicate it. And uh, I went hard last night with regards to the show, so yeah. I can't hit a high pitch right now. It's going to take me about two days to recover, to hit a... Ooh, I can't even do it right there. But uh, he had that... It, yeah. it was just amazing. He was he was, he was was so great there. He was so set, happy, dude. dude. And so happy. Like, oh, man. Like, I just... I gave him a hug at the end of the show, man, because I was like, dude, you... You are amazing. Like, there's no other words for it. Like, yeah. he was just a great He's one of those member. guys. And you know what's sad? And none of us made fun of him. Well, because I fucking drilled that shit into your head because yeah. you did it one time. And I told yeah. you, don't ever fucking do that around yeah. me. Exactly. It, and it was this. When somebody has a very loud, distinctive laugh, every single time a comedian will be like, what the fuck is that kind of laugh? And they'll make fun of him. But here's what happens. That person stops laughing. Yeah. They stop enjoying themselves. And then other people begin to feel self-conscious about laughing hard. And then it just fucks with the show. So I told every opener of mine, and I saw Cisco do it, and I said, don't ever do that shit again. Yeah. I don't give a fuck how they're laughing. If they're laughing, you fucking encourage it yeah. or ignore it if it's bothering you. Yeah. But do not, do not fucking point it out unless it's in a ridiculously positive way. So that dude... He just pushed me because um, I've been keeping my shows to about 130, yeah. 120, 130. Tonight's show, I did two hours. Yeah, dude. You haven't done that in a minute. Yeah. I, I've been keeping it like a, shorter than that. Yeah. But uh, 
it was because of him, bro. He yeah. just gave me energy. I mean, the whole audience he was, was amazing. Great, dude. Like I was supposed, I was only gonna do like fifteen minutes, and I ended up doing thirty because he was just. And the whole audience was great, but that guy was just. He was just, and he would just, you know, throw his arms up, and it was like, oh, and you, man. And, and he was just far enough that you could see him. Yeah. But not so far and not so close either that it was, like, in your face. Yeah, exactly. So you could ignore the fact that he was doing all that shit. Yeah, but it just it just motivated you to just go. Yeah, but the one that got me was that I think it was a Friday show, Friday second show, and I, I in a joke, talked about i basically said like i asked a question puerto ricans is there something in the constitution of puerto rico that says that when you buy a car you have to put a fucking flag on it and everybody laughed of course but the puerto ricans they laughed but here's the greatest part and i'm not i I, i've been telling this joke since he said it i've been telling people the way it went down but when everybody stopped laughing he goes let me tell you let me tell you why we do it i go why so when we break into cars, we know we're not breaking into one of our own. <laughs> That's fucking genius, bro. That is the most. And you know what? That's great. He's He was ghetto enough that I was like, that shit's real. Yeah. yeah. I don't know that it's real to every Puerto Rican, but I know that shit is he real to him. Believe. No, it's real to him. He yeah. ain't fucking around. Yeah. Like, he literally grew up in a neighborhood where Puerto Ricans are like, hey, put a flag on your car. <laughs> Nobody gonna break into it, like that dude. Fuck man, like That's those awesome. are gems, bro. And I told him too. I go, bro, I'm gonna fucking do that. And he goes, yeah. And uh, every other time I did it, I just told the story. Yeah. And it, it fucking killed. It was a great, great response. That's so. Funny, dude. Yeah, it was. It was awesome, man. What my uh, yeah, I think tonight was my favorite show too. Yeah. I think Friday night shows were awesome because we had. Yeah. We had a lot of walk-ups, and uh, it was just great energy. Yeah. Uh, I think Saturday's first show had probably, like, the the, the hardcorest fans kind of. Yeah. Bought their tickets way ahead of time. Oh, sold that sold the show out way ahead of time, that kind of thing. But tonight's show, it, it's, it was just like, it, it, they were mellow. So when yeah. they gave you a big laugh and an applause break, it meant something. Yeah. It wasn't just, we're here, we're excited. There was something real to it. By the way, we just passed Sarasota. and uh, Nice club in Sarasota. Yeah, we got to come back to that club. Les remember McCurdy. the name of it? Les McCurdy. Yeah. yeah. Remember we went to that Italian restaurant where that guy hooked us oh, up? Oh, yeah, dude. Amazing food. Great food. So And then we went to the place called Old School. Uh, remember that? Where that chick was smoking the uh, breathalyzer and she passed it to me. Oh yeah, yeah, and you passed it. Yeah, and I kept passing it around. Yeah. But you yeah. know, you passed it. You didn't. You were under the legal limit. Oh yeah, it was. Yeah, you got all excited. You're like, yeah, awesome. Yeah. So, uh, so, anyway, what was I saying about about the shows? Oh, the sh- sorry. So Sunday. Yeah, the show Sunday was just. It, I don't know. There was something about it. That, it, for that. me, it was amazing. It, it, I can't. There was there, a mellowness to it, but yet there was something really cool and exciting about it. Yeah. Just because they gave you the laugh in an applause break, it was real. Yeah. Because they didn't fake any laughing. It wasn't just, we're out on a Saturday and a weekend. Nobody was getting drunk. <laughs> Nobody was getting effed up. Yeah. 
It was just like we're here. We're gonna have a couple of drinks. Everybody stays. We gotta for the go to work. Show. And yeah, it was amazing. It was amazing. Yeah. You know what? Tampa, St. Petersburg, Orlando, Mike, and everybody else that helped sell out shows. Appreciate you. Thank you so much. And Tampa, big big shout outs because this is where I filmed or recorded my uh, the pilot, quote right? unquote pilot. And uh, so we're going to be doing a, a, a show. Um, I don't know when. I can't wait. But we're going to be doing a show for the Travel Channel and be looking out for another couple of shows. Uh, yeah, I'm excited, man. I'm ready to hit it again. Can't wait. I'm ready for the next level. I'm finally, like, in the best place again, ready to get get it going. It's not ego. It's confidence. It's self-confidence, not outward confidence. And you're um, focused. I'm loving it. I'm focused. And I'm making all my ideas come to life. So anybody got a question, please, Carlos Mencia at carlosmencia.com. Anybody, you know, want me to tackle a certain issue, talk about something, again, Carlos Mencia at carlosmencia.com. Facebook, Twitter, anything else, Vine, Instagram, it is at Carlos Mencia. And uh, anybody that saw the shows and you want to talk about them, just hashtag it, fa you and for the people that know that's my dad's a version of fuck you but he spells it f-a-h dash q got anything to say man promote anything uh oh i'm gonna be at the connecticut funny bone headlining on thursday so uh i'll be there thursday uh which i'm excited so funny bone in hartford connecticut for connecticut anybody in connecticut me and uh kevin dombrowski okay so if you weren't uh there the last time i was there Kevin was the opener, and uh, the feature, of course, was Cisco. Yeah. So I guess they're going to move over. So now, for everybody that left going, man, I wish we got to see Cisco longer because he's funny yeah. as shit. Well, guess what? Um, he gets to do 45 his 45 to, to, to an hour, whatever he can do. Yeah. Come and check him out, especially if you enjoyed his act because he's going to be doing it longer. Yeah. And uh, it's you act- don't have to say you're welcome. I'd appreciate it, but for you Cisco because yeah. this is why I pick my openers and I bring them on the road instead of just saying you guys book acts from local because I want to give you the opportunity to one day shine enough yeah. so that clubs do that and say hey come back and headline on your own yeah these clubs are treating me great man and it, at the end well, of the day you know what you wouldn't get any respect if you weren't funny oh, man. you being with me is one thing yeah but you you know being funny and getting their respect and earning a spot yeah. that's uh that's you bro that ain't me yeah that's you. I appreciate it. So keep blowing it up. Keep doing your thing. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for listening to the podcast. Um, this was great. By the this way. was awesome. And uh, there you go, man. Be blessed. Love life. You will die one day. And when you do, I hope you die happy, knowing that you gave it all you got and you pushed it to the edge. Peace and love. We're out.